Romans 1, 8 through 15. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. So I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome." This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Likely Paul is in Corinth, mm. and he's he's wanting to get to Rome. He's been trying to get to Rome. Um, and then from Rome, he, as we see in the book of Romans, he wants to go beyond Rome um, and keep this power of the gospel going forward. Um, it's interesting how precious to him uh, this church is and that these Christians are and his desire to go to them. Um, so let, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, what is Paul's, you know, what do you think Paul's desire is here? Why is this church so special to him? Mm. Uh, why does he have this strong desire to, to be with him? Well, I mean, I would just point out that, uh, you know, just reading through it, it's like, this is, this is such a, a personal letter. Yeah. You know, he cares deeply about these people. So oftentimes the book of Romans is, is uh, people come to it as a very dense theological book, but Paul's not sitting down trying to necessarily write a, a theological treatise that he's going to send to the church at Rome. It's a, it's a deeply personal letter, you know, and he's, I mean, he says here that without ceasing, I mention you always in my prayers. I mean, you can just picture Paul, you know, in the morning, like he wakes up and he's having a, a an extended time of prayer and, and he's thinking about individuals in the church of Rome or maybe thinking about the church of Rome as a whole and, and he's praying for them. So he's he's always praying for them that asking that somehow by God's will, I may now at last succeed in coming to you. So he desires to come to them. He wants to be with them. So I, there's just an, a, an intensely personal nature to Paul's letter here and not just like some mm-hmm. meaty theological book. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's interesting, uh, he, he says in verse 14, uh, he, he obviously has his heart for the Gentiles. He says, I'm under obligation both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish. Uh, and so, again, it, this speaks to the universal nature of the gospel. Right. It's not just for one type of person. It's not just for one setting. It's, just, it's not just for one kind of education class. Uh, that the gospel is very transient and that it, you know, faithfulness to God through Christ can look one way in New York City and another way in Makassar, Indonesia, and another way in Bogota, Colombia, and another way in Ames, Iowa. Um, and, uh, but, but none of those people are necessarily any more or less faithful, right? To Christ. They're, mm. they're just faith is manifest in different ways. And, and I think that is just so 
interesting about the faith of Jesus. It it started in Jerusalem. You know, I, I think this is an interesting thing. Like, what is the center of Christianity? Mm. You know, at one point it was Jerusalem, right? But then it kind of became Rome, yeah, which was this just like very Roman pagan secular city. And then, you know, maybe it was Rome, maybe it was Constantinople for a time, right. which is obviously is modern day Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was like London, England for a time, or, you know, maybe somewhere in uh, the Netherlands or Germany. I mean, so it, it just kind of like, where is the center of Christianity? Right. You could probably argue for a time it was in the United States. Um, maybe Boston at one point was the center of Christianity. I mean, right. as crazy as that is to think yep. about. Maybe, maybe even our own Atlanta, Georgia, you know, mm. uh, was central in, in, but now of course it's moved, it's probably away from the West. I mean, probably the center of Christianity now is somewhere in China or maybe in South America or maybe in Africa, maybe Africa is the center of Christianity. Right. Now. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is in all of those contexts and cultures, like Christianity thrives and flourishes and it's very different than like an Islam or like a Hinduism or a- any other really world religion that's very like culturally centric. Right. Um, and I think we even see that as early as this letter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is written very early in the life of the church. No, I think that's a great point. And Paul here is writing, obviously in Rome, it's a it's a little ways away from Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And so there are a lot of Greeks, you know, Gentiles, non-Jewish people that are in Rome. And so he's writing to these people, but also, like we said yesterday, he's kind of couching it in Jesus and the gospel in this Jewishness because they need to understand the background leading up to where they are now. You know, even a, a few years prior to this, they're having the Jerusalem council in Acts chapter 15. And there's some that are that are coming and saying that in order for people to be in Jesus, they've got to become a Jew and they have to be circumcised. And so they're trying to bring them into the Jewish religion, into the Jewish faith. And and Paul is is showing here that, no, there's definitely a Jewish background to the gospel, but Jesus is the Savior for all. That's right. And so and so the gospel is spreading out into all the world. And, and like you're pointing out, Jerusalem is not going to be the center of, of Christianity for long. In fact, it's going to move around and it's actually insignificant where there is no center. Yeah, Yeah, there really is no center of of Christianity. Yeah, well, that's a good word. All right, Um, a lot more to say. Uh, I'm really excited to be getting into this study with you. For Barrett Fisher, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.